What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, May the 14th. I am your host, Andrew. You can find me at AF Drums across the globe. We also have with us at J Monty G Man. We have Jason on the podcast with us, and I still don't have some. Do I need to pull up GarageBand again? I mean, it's, it's like four taps away. It's really far away. <laughs> it's four taps away. Yeah. It's too far. What's up, Jason? What have you been playing? What have you been up I, to? Honestly, in the last week, I don't think I've touched a video game outside of Rocket League like an hour, uh, 20 minutes ago when I quit. Did you win um, all the Rocket League games? Are you, I am. Are you a pro Yeah, I, we did pretty good. We're diamond ranked. Um, nice. But like me and my friends, we just, just kind of just hang out and chat more than we actually focus on the game recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then at my job of i'm working my two weeks notice before i start a new job so i'm like actually having to do a lot of things uh, <laughs> so they're wanting so me to transfer a lot of stuff to other people so. so you're not doing like michael scott on the office when he gives his two weeks in no i was really hoping they'd be like you know they'd take it personally and be like you're out today because then i could have started the new job earlier but <laughs> no so yeah i have not played anything but rocket league recently and i really Really, really, really want to play, want to finish Final, excuse me, Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I have not touched it in weeks now. Well, you hurt its feelings. Now it, it hurt mine. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Well, also with us today on the podcast, you can find her at Fluffy Monkey across the American seas. We have Braylon with us today. Hello. This menu, those are menu symbols. It's just a... <laughs> how are you i'm doing good today i think i know what you've been playing nice so i don't want to ask you what you've been playing so what you've been you've been watching are you a tv show gal are you a movie gal um i am but i've actually been pay- playing a lot of pokemon shield oh that's different recently did you play sword or, you, all, or you only play shield i've only played shield but i i cool. took a break from it and then started playing it again, and I'm about to fight the champion. So it's been really fun. I've been playing it like nonstop. <laughs> Are you nervous about fighting the champion? No, because I played it on stream one time, and somebody gave me a Milotech. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to crush his Charizard. He doesn't uh-huh. know what's coming. Yeah. So, so you're a bully. Yes. Bully. I beat the gym trainers all like one shotted all their Pokemon. I felt terrible. It was very satisfying. When Pokemon first came out, me and my brother didn't know how to play. We just played it at a friend's house and then begged our mom to get it, and she did. And we didn't really know how to play, so we just got uh, Bulbasaur to start, and we didn't catch another Pokemon the entire game. It's my first ever experience playing Pokemon was just wiping the floor with a 99 overall level Venusaur. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. You know what, though? It's great that you can do that in a game. You know, like you can play it super strategic and get really into the numbers and the stats and the IVs. Or you can just say, screw it. I'm going to level up this fire Pokemon and just be everyone. Exactly. Which, you know what? If I could just transfer a level 99 Mewtwo from the Giga, I mean, that's all you need. Yeah. He's my pal. You beat everyone. He's my pal. Exactly. 
Well, we are going to get started here. We want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. Uh, specifically on this episode, we're going to be talking about Pokemon Snap. Uh, we got new DualSense colors and Ubisoft focusing on free-to-play type stuff. So uh, we have new episodes right here. They upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can get us in video form on YouTube. Basically, anywhere you want to watch us, or I guess you can really only watch us on YouTube, but anywhere you want to stream us, we are there for your ear holes. Uh, If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to be a part of giveaways we do, stuff like that, you can follow us at LogOnGames on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Get your comments, questions, all that stuff. Just shoot us a message, a comment, however you want to do it, and we will get it on the show. Um, But let's start, like we do most weeks, with our Fantasy Critic update to see if anything has happened. Uh, for those unaware, Fantasy Critic is basically a fantasy sport, but for video games in which you have a roster of video games that you think are going to review the best, get the best reviewed scores by December 31st, 2021, and your goal is to uh, have more points than everybody else. And right now, Braylon is that person that has more points than anybody else. Uh, 53 I was going to say, points. things have happened. <laughs> Thing, things have happened since last time, I think. That's a lot of guacamole. Yeah, we've had a uh, new Pokemon Snap has gotten rated to sit, sitting at an 81 right now. So you got 11 points off that. Nice. Off that game. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm getting a minus one from... I'm feeling great. I'm a little worried about my projected points only being seven more than Jason. Mm-hmm. But hopefully mm-hmm. I'll come out strong. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's still games to come. You know what I mean? I know. You can I buy know. It. Not a lot of margin for error there. If, you know? if, let's just say Nintendo announces Breath of the Wild for later this year, like at their E3 Direct or something. I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath to get that game, I would assume, on this fantasy credit. Oh, yeah. Either you're going to forget to do it, which is very possible. No, I've got it. Yeah, oh, you already have Jason it? Jason has I've it. I've already got it. So Jason he's all, has it oh already. He went that, risky. See, he went that's risky. my problem is I did all, like all Hail Marys. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like at least half of them are getting pushed till next year. Okay, well then I'll just say this. Metroid. <laughs> Nintendo says Metroid's coming out this year. <laughs> There'll be some game coming out this year that I'll be I'll either forget. Like I'll just be so excited and I'll just forget to go on Fantasy Critic and try and get it. Or I'm gonna spend like $30 on a game and no one else is going to bid on it. And I'll just have wasted all that money. But it's exciting. Exciting times. Jason, it looks like you have gotten another game. I know. I sneaked another one in for a dollar. Actually, I think I might have even spent $2 on this one. Talk, tell me about it. We so talked about got, this last podcast a little bit. Yeah, I got Game Builder Garage, which is less of a game, I think. I don't know. We've got one trailer. But... <laughs> It looks like more of a build, I mean, it's in the name, builder, to make your own games. But I am stupid excited about it because it looks like it is the best balance I've seen of being complex enough to make something fun, but simple enough to, like, actually do it without feeling like a game dev. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, that's what we were talking about last week. Like, Dreams looks awesome. You can build pretty much anything in it, but it's like, <clears throat> you have to actually have talent to do that. And I don't. <laughs> but Game Builder Garage looks like it's it's approachable. And at 30 bucks, I bet people are going to hop all over this. And I can I have to imagine, even if it's not a ton of points in my favor, I imagine it's got to cross that, like, threshold just a little bit. Yeah. Is it only on Switch? Yeah, it is uh, Switch exclusive from what I've seen. Interestingly enough, they have keyboard and mouse support for it. Um, so Ooh, they're, they're, they're like actually going to... Yeah, if you are running handheld, you can use the touch screen to like drag things around. But if you're docked, you can use a mouse, uh, which is pretty cool. So I have a lot of hope that, that they really put a lot of effort into this. I mean, after doing like Mario Maker and stuff and Labo... It looks like it's the next kind of evolution, and it looks like it's got more features than both of those. So interesting. I am I'm excited for I'm buying it day one. That's that's something where whatever I'm playing else is getting pushed to the side, and I'm making some some little dumb games and sharing them out. Does it have a release date? It does. Hold on. Um, June 11th. Holy crap! That's like less than like, a month. It's like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's a month away. Um, I'm very excited. Good. So you know, you know, Same at least that game's coming out. Same day as Ratchet and Clank, which you have, Andrew. I do. I'm excited. Um, that should get you some points. Put you on oh, the board. I had, at least I had Resident Evil Village come came out this past week, so I got 14 points off that oh. at the moment. That, oh, I nice. Know. You are on the board. It's my first points. I'm on the board, guys. Look at that. Right. I'm on board, bye. I'm gonna just check out. <laughs> Hope you're gonna do the podcast without me. I'm really excited for Mario Golf Super Rush, not because I have it on my uh, roster here, um, or that it's going to be like a re- greatly reviewed game. I'm just excited to play Mario Golf, and that comes out at the end of June, I believe. Super Andrew, yes. let's let's make a trade. I don't know if you can do it. Kana, I just want good question. I just want Kana. I think we can make trades, but you're not getting it. <laughs> I'm so excited yeah, for the that. The man has that's, spoken. Yeah, that's another game I'm super excited for. I, I see. We have different strategies. Braylon went full, full. Uh, Safe bets. Yeah, go with at games that actually will come out, and also will guarantee me some points. <laughs> yeah, I can't like, really like, take any risks. I feel like I don't know. Breath of the Wild two, Elden Ring. Bayonetta 3 and Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. Like, none of these games are coming out hey. this year. But if they do, they're like You're solid kill lines. It. Yeah. How many of them, I wonder, would you need to come out? One. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if it's Breath of the Wild 2, probably just that one. I mean, you would assume Breath of the Wild 2 is like. Breath of the Wild is, is what, like a 94, 95 or something ridiculous, probably? Something up there, yeah. So, I mean, you're talking bunches of points if you can get something that's in the 90s. Like, how many points are we talking? So, you get one, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong because it's been a while since we did the initial thing. You get one point for everything over 70. But I believe once you hit 90, you start getting two points. So, if it's a 91, you would get two points instead of one point, 92, etc. Interesting. Yeah, no one's gotten anything that's hit a nine yet. Monster Hunter Rise is close at an eighty-eight. That's I mean, that's possible that it can get up there. 
Yeah, that was a good get. That's a. I feel like Coral Island is going to get great reviews if it's if it performs well, which I think yeah. it will. They have okay, so I, much money. I'm dumb. What is Coral Island? It's a Kickstarter game that's like a farming simulator, but it focuses a lot on like environmentalism and diversity and um, like LGBTQ. And they raised like almost two million dollars on their Kickstarter. Um, and it looks awesome. The art is phenomenal. It's I think it's going to like it's like Animal Crossing Stardew Valley ish. I think it's going to be great. Holy cow. OK, I'm looking at the Kickstarter. It doesn't it, it just looks so cool. And it's called Coral Island, and coral is my wife's favorite color. So it just looks so cute. Games, so yeah, uh, Game Builder Garage and Ratchet both come out June 11th. Those are the next two games that we have uh, that will be out. But also, that's around the time that E3 is going to be happening, so it's very possible that we know what games Jason is going to have to drop. <laughs> Or not. Um, no, I also I'm have, keeping them. I also yeah. have... <laughs> yeah, even if they're delayed, I'm keeping them. It's about the spirit. Yeah. They'll, they'll bring the other games year. up. Just being a part of the same team. Uh, I have God of War Ragnarok, so I, I don't have much faith in that coming out. So that'll probably be like the third or fourth game that I've had to drop already this year. Um, but I think that's it for now, as far as my games goes. But uh, we will give you weekly updates as we head, especially heading into the E3 season where all of the things will happen. Every bit of the things. All of the things. Every last every. thing of it will be happening. Every E will the happen. threes. Everything <laughs> yeah. that can happen will happen. If it's a three and it's going to E, you best believe that we'll be there. And, uh, and, we'll, <laughs> and it'll, happen. it'll happen. I don't know how exactly it's going to happen, it will but happen. it'll happen. All righty, let's move on here to the first mm-hmm. topic, which is I put Pokemon Snap Review, but we're not really going to sit here and review it. But I know I've been playing it, and I know Braylon's been playing it, and she's probably played it more than I have unless she moved to Atlanta and had no time to play it. So unless that's the case, I believe you've played it like crazy. So let me tell you where I'm at. I've been playing it a lot. Yeah, Look, go. And then you can tell me if you've passed this. So I haven't, I don't think I've unlocked all the places. The first, like if you're looking at the map, the first place you go to, I just unlocked the places like right above it. That's definitely not all of the places. Okay. I didn't think so. I haven't done that one yet, but that's the last thing I did was unlock that place. So I have unlocked four islands. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think that I've unlocked all the places because I haven't seen any ice Pokemon yet, like any snow Pokemon mm-hmm. or like ghost. Like there's got to be more places than what I have. But yeah, I've, I've seen so much. I've seen a, the posts that are like, how do you find Mew? How do you find this Pokemon? Like on IGN yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, I'm nowhere near being able to figure this out yet. So. I, I feel like I'm not that far either. Cause I haven't like seen any legendaries or anything like that. Um, so yeah, but I've been playing it a lot. It's so fun. All right. Just give me, just give me your impressions. Just off the get go. How are you feeling about it? Do you love it? Do you um, hate it? Do you kind of love it? 
I absolutely love it, but I feel like the main reason why is because I uh, have been doing photography since I was a kid. So to me, it feels like I'm actually a Pokemon photographer. Like it feels like it's, I, you're, I mean, it's real. You're taking pictures. Like it's, mm-hmm. you get to compose them. You get to choose how they look. You get to edit them. And like, it's in that sense, it's like you're going on expeditions and taking pictures of Pokemon. So it like is so much fun for me. And I've noticed I made a separate Instagram account because I was like, I have to post photos because I'm having way too much fun. And I noticed that everybody, a lot of the other people who had also made Instagram accounts were like <clears throat> photographers who were like, I'm a photographer playing Pokemon Snap and it's so mm-hmm. fun. So I definitely think if you love photography, you will love the game because it's literally just photography. Like do you find so. yourself running out of pictures? Oh, all the time. Yes. But I do that in real life. I'm one of those photographers that's like click, 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 click. Like, and I end up with way too moment. many photos. You yeah. got to give them that exact moment. So I take like 10 pictures in the span of two seconds. Yeah. You got you to gotta brace yourself. Well. Pace and, yourself, I meant. <laughs> embrace yourself and pace yourself. <laughs> all right. But yeah, um, it's so fun. Jason, why haven't you played it, and uh, why aren't you going to be on the podcast anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you give my answer, or once I give my answer, that might be the case. No, I. It's not my style of game. Um, I didn't get into the first one, and this one, I was like, it looks cool. I'm not going to play it. Well, then how will you? How will you not? How will you know what the Pokemon are up to nowadays? You know, okay, so here's kind of the dumb thing. This is one of those games that I'd rather watch other people play that makes than sense. play myself. Because um, it's cute. I was, it looks yes, cool. I was, I was listening to a, or watching, not listening, um, watching a Nintendo Life video that they, they did a discussion where it was like three or four of them, and it was about a half hour. And one thing that they talked about, which it was like an underwater stage or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but basically one of them was talking about an experience that they had that was completely different from everyone else and they couldn't recreate it. Like basically the behavior of a Pokemon was something that, that they couldn't get it to recreate and no one else had seen it. And so that got them to talk about how like, it's not one set path and it's just, you know, the only decisions are, you know, do you throw food at a Pokemon or do you snap a picture now? But like they actually have different behaviors that, that can like happen. And so they were talking about the replayability of it, how like, even if to, see everything in the game like every stage in the game isn't super long to actually do everything and to get you know all these different angles and shots Mm. is like you can spend a whole lot of time in it i thought that was pretty cool because there's there's uh there's some like videos i saw that were people reacting to one of those like weird behaviors that a pokemon might do and it is kind of exciting to see because you're like whoa you know i've I've run through this stage three times and never saw that before yeah um, exactly so I think it that's is really, really fun cool yeah they got like the personalities well yeah i'm trying to get to level two on every level which is basically just like it's not very difficult to do but even then i'm like i'm excited to already go back and replay all the levels even though i have you know a lot more to unlock because it's like it is it's like i just want to go through the I want to start back at one. I want to have all the levels unlocked, start back at one, go through the whole thing without doing anything, just see what happens. 
go back through, throwing apples at all of them, seeing what they do with the apples, throwing the orbs at all of them, playing the music for all of them, it's like so fun. scanning all yeah. of them. So, I mean, that's like five runs at least that you have to do to see if you can get all the different stuff that's happening. But uh, it's super fun. I do think, though, if you like don't enjoy photography or you don't enjoy Pokemon that much, you could definitely find it boring. Mm-hmm. I could see it's a very yeah. like slow, relaxing game. I mean, the little thing does move fast, so you kind of got to move quick to make sure you get the shots that you need. You got to use that D-pad sometimes, you know. I don't yeah. know if you're if you've used started using the D-pad, but sometimes you got to turn around real quick. Oh, I haven't done that. I'll have to do that. Yeah, you'll, you can turn around real quick, and then I also just freaking upped the camera speed that I got off the get go. So like, oh, me too, all too, the way so. to the top. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like I have to a go question. With- Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, um, do you play this in handheld or dock? Yeah, like, handheld. Does it does it feel like a camera more like a camera to do that? I think so because I made the trigger be the right one. Same. So yeah. it's like. So I did that. I started out in handheld, and then I played maybe the first two levels in handheld, and I was like, I'm gonna try it on the TV just in case. I figured I'm just gonna play handheld, and now I'm just on the TV the whole time. <laughs> I never play my Switch on the TV, so I always play a handheld. Um, but yeah, because in handheld, I, I was moving around like this, like I was on my couch and I was like looking backwards. Oh and my stuff. gosh! And I was like, like that's got to be more fun. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, you don't have to do that. You can just use the sticks. But I was like, you know, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna get into it. But then I put it on the TV and oh, I was you like, did you motion know control. Yeah, I was going all out. I was like, this is the last place we lived at, and I was like. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> it's like turning around like upside down. It's like, oh my gosh, Emily, there's Pokemon everywhere. But yeah, I changed the click click to the to the right button or whatever, but now I'm just playing on the TV. I got my camera settings all the way up and that's like it's fun. I also feel like I can see it better on a big TV. Yeah, it, makes it doesn't sense. look as good as I it looks it honestly looks better in handheld mode, to be honest with you. But uh but I'm having a ball. My favorite moment so far is when Whale Lord jumps into your face. It's so cute. Because <laughs> I was not expecting it. And I know, like, my wife has watched me play a little bit, and she uh, had a very terrible childhood. Uh, she didn't play with Pokemon. She didn't know what Pokemon was. She didn't watch cartoons. She's still playing with Barbies like a little girl. Okay. So I feel sorry for her. And. Her watching me play, I'm like, oh, this is freaking Whale Lord! Like, 30-year-old man. <laughs> Emily! <laughs> Whale Lord, here, look! She's like, what is wrong with you? She, just, I, she didn't say anything, but I just know she's like, it's... how did I get stuck with this guy? <laughs> Talking about Whale Lord. Were you, were you like the meme of, uh, oh gosh, what's his name from like Titanic and, oh my gosh, I feel like an idiot. Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio. like, pointing at the TV. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, Lord. She's a huge panda person. Panda's her favorite animal. So there was a pancham, pancham, however you say it, in one of the levels. She enjoyed that one. The bamboo? Yes. She enjoyed that one. I was like, look, panda. I love the bamboo world. My favorite thing is to go in after, after the, uh, like, professor looks at them. You can, like, re-snap photos. So then mm-hmm. I like compose them really nicely and it's super fun. You can like edit them better than you can after you save them. I haven't gotten into the editing yet. I edited like one photo just to see all the stuff you can do. 
but haven't gotten too hardcore into it. Are you like posting all your stuff online and, and doing all that jazz? Yeah, <laughs> I just thought it'd be fun. Are you on the leaderboards? You number one yet? Uh, no, I haven't checked in a while. I've probably honestly fallen in a bit. I took like a week off because I was playing so much Pokemon Shield. Um, but I was like 80,000. No, yeah, something like that. It's better than that. Is it 80,000? How, how did it feel to be the 80,000th 80, best Pokemon photographer in all the world? How did that feel? It was pretty good. Although the points in the game do not correlate to how good your photos look. That is correct. That the is scoring is, you know, yeah. So most of my actual Pokemon photos in my Pokedex do not look that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a two-star picture, but he's like doing a backflip, but you just get like the corner of his head. It's like, oh, two stars, <laughs> yeah. two stars. You're like, and yes, a- <laughs> I'll take it. I got a picture of a Magikarp like flying through the air, and I was like, I can't believe yes. I even captured that picture. It's like one star. I was like, you don't understand how hard that was to get that picture? <laughs> Was it centered? It was so centered. Professor's just an idiot. He's away. on something. Professor's is smoking something. He doesn't need to be smoking. I don't know what they got over in Pokemon Land over there, but he needs to get his act together. I like Todd. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Todd is great. Todd's always hanging out. I'm a little Apparently, bit. Apparently, Todd's I, all grown up now. He looks the same, but he's all grown up at the same time. It's a little strange. <laughs> That's what happens in the Pokemon world. You can't. You grow up, but you don't. Your look doesn't change. But the one thing, the one thing that I am, and I'm not getting it so much now that I'm like, like got things unlocked and I'm going, but like the first like six places you unlock, it's just like, you get to go through the level and it's like, sorry, you can't replay it. You need to load back into the camp. I need to tell you something that you don't need to know. And then you can go back out and do it again. And it was just that over and over. And I was like, I don't want to go back to the camp. I just want to hit retry and just go, just keep going. Unlock the place and just keep going. But he's like, nope. You, you don't want to back. submit your photos? I do want to submit my photos, but he's always like, oh, thanks for taking pictures. I got exciting news. Head back to the camp. And I'm like, oh, yeah, want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, hey. I love taking photos at camp. I just got to the place, I That's guess. So Maybe too. I didn't know about it, but I just got to the point where I can just like ride around camp and snap some, snap, snap so some mans. What's your favorite it's photo favorite. that you've taken? Or do you have one? Um, I love all the photos in the sand world. That's my favorite Um, because they like the skies. I live in the southwestern United Mm -hmm. States and they nailed the skies. So I'm always like taking photos that are like, whoa, of the flying Pokemon. And it's just so mesmerizing, especially at night. There's all those mini ore and they're like flying in and then they're glowing everywhere and sparkle stuff is flying all around. It's so cool. So, yeah, that's my fave. Well, I'm excited to play some more, even though Mass Effect comes out at midnight and it could be game over for me. Nice. Just be blazing through those, but Does excited. someone have that on there? You do? Um, I don't th- I don't think that's a game that's possible to get since it's... Oh, it's a remake. It's more of a... Of a, a just a up, like graphically up remake. I don't think it counts. It. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But nevertheless, still excited. But excited to play more Pokemon Snap. Excited to get to the phase where I can, you know, like scope out the legendaries and try and I'm probably just gonna try and find everything myself until I'm just like, okay, I don't know what the heck. I don't know where Mew could possibly be. So I need to go to the Yeah, Googles. I haven't looked up anything. 
So, is but there I'm, any connection between it and the other Pokemon games? Like, can you transfer or anything? I don't think so. Or is it so. just self-contained? No. Self-contained, unless you want to, to take pictures of Pokemon with you on Pokemon Sword and Shield, you know? You just hold you them up to people going, meet. <laughs> do you think it's going to get DLC? I Probably. hope so. You think it'd be so easy? Be you think it'd be easy to just be like, on. yeah, here's three more Here's three more maps. Like, here you go. Five dollars. Give, give me the maps. Give me the levels. I want like a whole new region that mm-hmm. has new Pokemon from a different, like, you know, era. Kanto region. DLC. There's only Mewtwo's. Every level is just infested with Mewtwo's. <laughs> and you're like, what is happening? Big Mewtwo's? Little Mewtwo's? <laughs> you remember, what game Mewtwo was it that had, uh, you would give them the little stone and they would turn into different Mewtwo's? One was like, big armor Mewtwo, and then one was like, little, like, so oh, big looking Mewtwo. See, there's, there's so many Mewtwo's now. Yeah, it's the Mega Evolutions. But then in the anime, Mewtwo is scary. He talks. He is scary. He talks. But you know what? He's your friend. And he loves you. Is he, though? Uh, He really scares me. He's terrifying. I mean, I own one. A real one. I know. He pretty much just, like, waits by his food bowl for it to go off. Because it's automatic. So Mewtwo's are really, like, typical Mewtwo behavior. All right. Well, let's move on here. We got some finally... Finally, after months and months, we got some new colors for the DualSense, the PS5 controller. Um, this, I'm going to, I don't, there's not really much to read, but I'm looking at them via the PlayStation blog. The link is in our notes if you want to see them and have not yet. But we have a Midnight Black and Cosmic Red. Cosmic Red being uh, the two-tone, just like the white ones are, but instead of white, obviously it's red. The buttons are red and everything. And then you have the black uh, in the middle, bottom-ish of the controller like normal. And then we have the black one. It's just all black. All black all the time. And I know people wanted the all black one. And uh, and now we got it. So, Jason, are you going to get... Are you feeling any of these? I am feeling the black one. I don't know if I'm going to get it, though, because I've, I've already bought the like colorway. So, I've got this one. And... I like it a lot. Um, I've actually never played a game with this. I bought it and I was like, this is going in a drawer. Nice. <laughs> so, too pretty. Too pretty yeah, to use. I was like, it's too nice to use. Because I had, uh, this is was done by Colorware. And they did one, uh, I got one when the PS4 came out. Like an emerald green one. And my R2 trigger died on that one. So I don't want to recreate it. But um, yes, the black one looks awesome. I still like from the N64 days, I like having different controllers for different players. So oh, yeah. like, even though there's like the, the glowing light and stuff on it, I like, oh, player two gets this color, player three gets this color. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a sucker for different colored controllers. Me too. Does Is it my monitor or does a red one look definitely pink? It looks like ruby-ish. Like magenta? On the screen I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's like full on like fuchsia. So, yeah, that's what that's what my wife said. Right, shooter. She's like, it kind of looks pinkish. Like it doesn't look red, red. Which, yeah, I see that actually in, in the the picture where it's like the red background. 
It's even the like, one where it's isolated, it's on a white background. It looks pretty pink. Pretty oh wait, pink. that one looks kind of red. It might be like a like an iPhone situation here. From I'm like on a PC. An iPhone 12s where it's like it says it's red, but it kind of looks more coral than it does red. Oh yeah, or it right. says it's green, but it's more like a sea breeze green. Sea foam. Sea foam. Yeah, like this one. Sea exactly. That's like what Nintendo is doing with the new blue Switch Lite. Exactly. Like, is it actually blue or is it GameCube purple? Periwinkle. So, so I love. Oh no, yeah, it's it's like. If this controller is like more magenta y, I think I'd, I'm down with it. For some reason, like I always get the red controllers for every console that's ever come out. Why? Nice. I don't know. It's usually like one of the first colors to come out. And I'm like, I need it because it's different. And then, and then I have a red controller. But I'm really digging the black one. If I were to get one, I'm with Jason. I just want the all black. It looks nice. If this red controller is more like magenta y ish, I might. I might have to gobble that up. If it's just red, just like red, red, I might not this time. It's a more of a blue controller kind of guy if I'm going to do a controller. I like weird. Like if it's just red. Now? Red, red, blue, blue. No more red? Green, green. I don't want those colors. I want something different. A little uh, different. I always go for the clear. Those Ooh. are my fave. Yes. I have clear PlayStation ones and I love them. I had a clear purple Game Boy Color when they came out. That was my jam. I think I had purple. Yes. I had a purple Game Boy Advance that was clear. Oh yep. We need a we need a clear switch. Why why isn't that not a thing? I know. You can get modded ones, but I now want it. I want a whole switch that's clear. The whole console. That'd be really cool. I know. Jason, what other colors do you want for them to come out? They need to do blue. Do you just want them to do the Microsoft route and just have like a website you can go to and like make your own? Yes. So even though I don't play Xbox, hold on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I've got that as well. (laughs) So... Like I did kind of, uh, it's like blue buttons with the, the green main one mm-hmm. um, back when they did that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for controllers. Um, as far as colors that I want, I actually really love the PS1 gray. Um, actually, Andrew, you and I were both fighting Ooh. to get those 20th anniversary consoles back in the day. Yep. And I got one and I never opened it. I was like, I could either have another PlayStation four or I could flip it and get an engagement ring. So I went with the wife. So so now Um, you have another PlayStation (laughs) four. But um, so I like that they did it with the PS4 controllers, the like nostalgic gray, the PS1 gray. I would Mm -hmm. love that. I would eat that up, especially you and I talked about this back when uh, before the all the stuff was out. I was a hundred percent sure that they were actually going to release it with the colored buttons. Yeah, like I did not think they would get rid of the colors for the like blue that's, X. That's why they didn't because they green heard the triangle. Like we'll put yeah. Jason wrong. So I need a gray one with the original colors back. That's cool. like that's the pinnacle for me. Yeah, um, it's interesting that these go with that same theme where it's like whatever the controller color is that's the button color too like we kind of yeah 
which is fine, I guess. If you don't know what, if you have a PS5 and you don't know what the buttons are yet, you know, go get a PC nerd. <laughs> I do still look down for the mute switch on the microphone. Yeah. Because it's like, it doesn't feel like there should be one more button down here. feels like the home button should be it, like the PlayStation button. I also get confused because I'm using a Steel Steel Series Arctic something uh, mic or headset for the for the PS5, and I if I mute it, sometimes it mutes the mic. Sometimes it only mutes it if I do it on the controller. It's weird. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm actually muted, so I have to mute like my headset and my controller just to make sure double muted. Now they can double not hear me. But I'm excited about these colors. I'm excited about the all black one for them to come out. They are seventy five doll hairs though, steep. Oh my gosh! Wait, they're is like that more? Deep. They're like Joy The standard ones? I think it is. I think aren't the standard aren't the standard white ones like sixty nine dollars or something? I think so. But I went to look at the pre order today on Amazon. There were seventy five spanks. Oh my goodness! It's a lot of spanks, too. Trust me. Who's got who's got money for that? Who's got time to spank seventy five times? Kind of surprised they're actually doing new colors already while they're still having trouble like making enough PS fives. Maybe it's because Xbox is pooping out colors left and right. Like, oh, you want blue? You want uh, white? Now they have that red camo one they tweeted out today, and they have that electric green one. So maybe they're like, listen. We have the black one ready to. I'm sure they had the black one ready to go like day one. I mean, it's all black. Yeah. So. But well, I'm sure there may be more. Those come out, I believe, June eight, June mid June, end June sometime. So if you are interested, you can pretty much pre-order them anywhere that you would normally buy a PS5 controller. So there's that. We're gonna move on here to the last story of the day. I'm going to read this from Polygon.com. Ubisoft prioritizes free-to-play development, but isn't abandoning budget launches. Um, which Here we go. Ubisoft's top leadership says the company is prioritizing persistent free-to-play adaptations of video game franchises and licenses the company develops. Even as its subsidiaries build standalone releases to meet blockbuster expectations in February, fall, or holiday release windows. That's the advice Frederick Duguet, uh, Ubisoft's chief financial officer, gave to investors on Tuesday alongside the company's earning report for the fiscal year it just completed. Ubisoft quickly supplemented those statements with others saying the company is not abandoning a product roadmap that includes tentpole titles like Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, but Duguet said, did say that the traditional calendar of three or four AAA caliber video games is no longer proper indication of our value creation dynamics. And this, I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast last week or maybe it was two weeks ago whenever they, it was announced. But they did announce the division, I forget the name of it, but basically a free-to-play division game that's coming out later this year. So it looks like they are going to start prioritizing free-to-play games, which I assume will have microtransactions and such. Um, 
while I guess only coming out with, I guess, fewer big AAA games. And I saw a really funny tweet from somebody that said Ubisoft could come out with more AAA games if Assassin's Creed wasn't like an 80 hour long game or something like that. They're like, just make, just take, make it 20 hours and then make three more or whatever. But Jason, what are your thoughts on Ubisoft spilling these beans? Uh, my gut <laughs> nice. instinct has has always been to not like free to play games, but I I'm becoming more appreciative of them now that it's like there's so many unique ideas out there that I don't want to have to like make sixty dollars the barrier of entry for something that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like Riders Republic, for instance. I don't know who's making that one. Like what team is. But I know Ubisoft is the publisher for the Trials games, which I love those games um, like Trials Fusion yep. and, and whatnot. And those games, I feel like, would be awesome as a free to play model because um, I feel like there's there's a level creation in that game. And that is a big part of the replayability. And so I feel like the more people you can get to play it, the better the game becomes. Um, so for something like that to be free to play, I would be all about that. And I would spend a ton of money on it. Like, like I've done with rocket league. Um, it's like rocket league. I've probably spent like $300 on, and I feel like I've absolutely gotten every penny out of it. Um, I feel like it's a steal actually, but, um, so I'm, I'm actually all cool with that. I think, especially for like brand new IPs and stuff that, that are more out there like Ubisoft, you know, they did what was it child of light and what was the world war one game that they did? I forget what the name of that one was, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not valiant hearts. Is it? I, I can't remember. I think that, anyway. that actually sounds right. But anyway, they, <laughs> they have taken a lot more risks than a lot of other uh, publishers in terms of like weird stuff that they make Mario and rabbits. Um, so mm-hmm. if there's any company that is going to do it and it gives them the ability to take more weird risks, I'm all for it. Um, they're a company that does take a lot of these risks and I say, keep doing it. So that division game is called division, the division heartland. And it is head on my phone. If ads would quit popping up. Um, it says Ubisoft is expanding Tom Clancy's, the division universe over a number of multimeter, blah, 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 a new free to play game division heartland. Um, set in the Division universe. We don't know much about it other than it's being developed by Ubisoft's Red Storm Studio and that it'll be a standalone game from an all-new perspective, so you won't need to have played the previous games in that series. Um, Heartland is due out sometime towards the end of the year, potentially early 2022. So I don't know if that's going to... how It doesn't even say how that's going to play, if it's going to play like The Division or what, but... Um, who knows? Braylon, what are your thoughts? Um, I love free-to-play games. I think that it's, you know, like you said, it's it's free entry and it's like a try-before-you-buy type of thing. You can play the game, decide if it's worth spending your money on if you really love it. And then I think it's actually more beneficial for the game in the long run because the people who are going to continue to play it are going to continue to spend money and those are like your super fans. So I feel like it keeps people more invested because when you do love a game that's free to play, you're going to tank so much money into it. Way mm-hmm. more than like, for instance, if Animal Crossing had DLC 
oh my gosh, could you imagine how much money people would spend? Like, and they don't. It's just a $60 game and they give you everything for free. And that's great. But Nintendo, you know, in a way I feel is missing out on this. Your super fans are going to spend so much money on your game. So like give them the ability to do that. Exactly. Like Fortnite. Uh, it's crazy. Hey. Oh so God. much stuff. People, you know, like games like that, like Genshin Impact, same thing. People just spend so much money on it and it's because they love it and they love the game. And so I think it's, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I agree. It's, uh, I'm kind of what Jason was where I used to like free to play game used for me used to mean like more than likely a mobile game or yeah. with or microtransactions. Like, yeah, exactly. Or battle for like, or like speed things up, which is, yes oh my gosh or when uh when rocket league first came out and i was like well i'm a playstation plus like it's crazy that i got this for free so it was a free to play game for me but everybody else you know eventually had to spend the 20 dollars or whatever but now i'm 100 on board with i wish almost every game was free to play even like like if madden a game like madden came out this year and like we're free to play this year they're still going to make way more money than so normal, much money because of what you said because i would be with so much willing to drop 20 30 dollars like on launch day getting like the packs for the card or uh, for like ultimate team and madden or nba or fifa or any of these sports games that do that kind of stuff and then yeah two months later i would do it again two months later i would do it again two months later i would do it again but then it's like oh like there's been a lot of years where i haven't bought a game like madden because it's 60 dollars like there's been a lot of years like i'm a big sports person I'm like, you know, I'm going to skip NBA this year because I don't want to spend $60 because I already know what it's going to be. But if it was free, I would end up definitely spending a lot more money. Also, there's a handful of games that do it right. Like, there's some games that, Brent, like you were saying with speeding up time, um, there are some games that if they have a good economy, it can work both ways. Like, a 12-year-old that can play it every day after school for like five hours can grind for something mm-hmm. and then I can come on and drop like $15 to, you know, get my two hours a week and, and like be competitive with them. Or, uh, I know rocket league. Cause that's, that's the example I know rocket league basically essentially had a currency that you could grind and you could essentially grind out crates that are, are random drops. But if you pay, you can get keys. And so, you know, you can buy keys, but if you don't grind out crates, you have nothing to open with them. And yeah. so it's like you had you had someone who can grind out something of value and then someone else who can go in and just straight buy it from the store. But you need both parts to actually get something. And so it fosters like this pretty cool community where you'd have someone play all day and like get like 15 crates and then trade it for a couple keys. And, yeah. you know, everyone wins, essentially, especially Rocket League. I feel like Overwatch and Apex are very similar. And I know it's it's mostly just cosmetic items, but I feel like I've always felt like Overwatch does it the best, and I still do. Where it's like every time you level up, you're gonna get a box. If you get so many recommendations, or I think they're called recommendations, whatever they're called, like after a game, you can like, oh, you were a good teammate or whatever. And endorsements. Endorsements, yes. If you level up, if you get an endorsement level up or something like that, you'll get a crate. Usually anytime there's a new event, they'll give you one or two of those event crates just for free. But if there's something you really want, you can just go to the store and buy 30 crates if you want to and just 
go to town on them. Same with Apex. It's like, for the most part, every time you level up or if you level up the battle pass or something like that. Like in Apex, if you level up the battle pass completely, you'll get enough premium currency for the next season to buy the battle pass. So essentially, if you play Same a lot... Same with Yeah. Essentially, if you play enough, you can just consistently buy the battle pass one time. You never really have to buy it again. So there are that there is that like if you're going to grind I, and play our game for a hundred hours this month, like we're going to reward you in that. But if not, you can buy the skin or buy battle pass levels or whatever. I started playing Fortnite the very first day that I came out, um, and we played it for like we had a group of us that played it for like a year and a half or two years. And I logged on the other day because I got a PC, so I was like, I'll try it now that I have a PC. The store is so huge. They have so much cute stuff. I don't even play the game, and I spent like $30 immediately because I was like, oh, my gosh, I need this skin. Like, I need it. Like, I was just like, I have. They have so much stuff. I was like, wow, this is, they're doing it right. I tried to get back into Fortnite when the Marvel stuff was happening because I was like, I want all these Marvel skins just in case I come back to Fortnite. But then I didn't, and um, I might regret it, but I might not. If they ever come out with a game mode that's n- no building, no like building, no building game yes. mode, then I would be Please. back in immediately, and I would be like, well, I guess I have to buy all these skins now. Oh, well. <laughs> I want no building. Give it to us, please. Fortnite. Fortnite's going to listen. We weren't going to put it in the game, but we were listening to the Log On Games podcast. <laughs> they yes. said they, we heard they wanted, they wanted no, building. no building here it is, here it is. <laughs> take it but i'm excited i know like this division heartland game in my mind similar hopefully similar to destiny where it's like destiny was a thing and then they put out a free version so you can play that free version and then you can pretty much do everything that a normal destiny player can do you get a little bit more content if you buy the battle pass if you don't have it via Game Pass, then you'll have to buy the expansions. But if you have it via Game Pass, you'll get all that free too. Um, so that's fun. And then I'm hoping this Division game is the same way, where it's like, listen, this is a core new Division game, but it's free to play. And then we can build it. And, you know, the microtransactions can be expansions or Battle Pass or stuff like that, which we'll see. We'll see how. And then, I mean, Ubisoft pumps out a bunch of AAA games usually. So I still expect Assassin's Creed to happen probably once every two years, a Far Cry game to happen once every two years, a Tomb Raider or something like that. You know, I don't expect those to go away anytime soon. But I think that might do us that might do it for us here. Let's go final, final thoughts, final anything you want to say or forever hold your peace. I just really love Pokemon (laughs) (laughs) and I hope they continue to make awesome games just I love them so much please don't stop Nintendo I really hope that they're direct for this June E3 thing we get more of Legends like we get a more updated Legends trailer more Splatoon 3 too please that we were putting Pokemon in Splatoon 3. What if they did that? Yes. You don't want to be yes. a squid? Well, you can be a Magikarp. There we go. You can be a tentacle. <laughs> Jason, any final thoughts? 
Man, you guys talking about Pokemon Snap makes me want to buy it. Buy it. So. It's so good. Well, I would say wait till it goes on sale, but we all know Nintendo games never, never go on sale. To. Yeah. If anything, it's going to go up in price. <laughs> it's actually now $70. You waited so long, Jason. Yeah. So you had to pay more now. <laughs> Whoops. So, no, that, it sounds awesome. Like, you guys describing it, it's just like, ah. It sounds like a very chill game. It sounds so very chill. Yeah. I feel like I want to play it before I go to bed or something. Yes. Perfect. It does. It'll... It's actually almost put me to sleep a couple times just because it is, it might be a little too chill. You know, you're, something, you're run. something like so underrated too about the Switch is that at any moment you can just press the power button, put it to sleep, and put it away. You can be in the middle of a game, in the middle of a battle, it doesn't matter. Just boop, good night. And you press it the next morning and you're back in the same spot. Like it's so nice. So That's if they cool. add a Pokemon ASMR mode, I'll buy it. Okay. Nice. It's just like I'll, Mr. Mime, just like I will make it my life goal. Oh my gosh, Mr. Just Pokemon uh, sounds. There's like a virtual microphone in the game, and they just come up to it and like a DLC where Mr. Sounds. Mime touches tap, tap, tap. you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh-huh. <laughs> we're not on. Um, so we do a Pokemon D and D thing every week, and on my on my uh, how does that work? <laughs> You know it, it. It just works. It's it's a, it's just a thing that that. It's works. a thing apparently. But on my Zoom background, I have a, the Mister Mime from Detective Pikachu. Sometimes I pull that out, and I really wish I could pull that out right now, but I can't do it, unfortunately. Sounds terrifying, Mister Mime. What a what a guy. What a grand old guy. But that's going to do it for us here. We want to thank you all for listening to this wonderful Mister Mime fused episode. Um, also, Rebecca Black, you know, we need you on the podcast. Hit us up, girl. <laughs> and, <laughs> hit us up, girl. Or just respond to like one of the 10 tweets that I have out in the world. <laughs> You've sent her 10 tweets? I've probably, I've probably tagged her in like four. Okay. All right. Over the span, you know, like since we started. Nice. That's not, not so bad. That's not, not so crazy. Bad. No. I mean, if I needed to go to 10 a day, I'll do 10 just if I were to tweet out, tweet at her ten times a day from our podcast Twitter, how long would it take before she responded? That's the question. I, I th- people do that and they just do it once a day, and I, I don't think it takes very long, even just doing it one time a day. They're like, okay, I get it. What do would you want? Would you be satisfied if you got blocked by her? Yes, okay. I would. I would deem that a success. Because at least she, at least she knows you exist at that point. <laughs> at the point, yeah, we've been recognized like this. We can't get her on the podcast, but she knows we're here. She knows we are here. And then I can just tweet at her from my personal account at that point. Oh gosh. <laughs> I've only been blocked by one person, and that's this guy named Walt Detula. He's a radio host in like the Greenville, South Carolina area, and he's a sports person. And I've never really been a huge fan of him, but he tweeted something out and then my friend responded to him and then he blocked my friend or whatever. And we were on PlayStation. He's like, well, Deptula blocked me. I was like, for what? And he's like, I don't know. I just disagreed with them on something. So I went on his Twitter. I said, why do you block people that you disagree with? And then he blocked me. So, sorry. Do I need to go find his house and ask him why? Yes. Yes, you do. Just print out, print out my tweet and then take that to his house and just hold it up when he opens the door. And just be like this. You need to reply. You need to reply to this. 
and then ask if he can come on the podcast with Rebecca Black. I like it. Listen, Walt, if we got Rebecca Black on the podcast, would you come on? He'd be like, who? And she'd be like, who? But that's going to do it for us. <laughs> i got to end this podcast before it gets any weirder. Uh, new episodes right here every Friday. <laughs> if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can give us a five-star rating that helps us out greatly. Share a review. Share us with your friends. Anything to help us out because we love you all very, very much. And if you want to get your topic on the show, if you want to get a comment on the show, if you want to be on the show, if you want to be a part of the show in any way, follow us at Logon Games on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Comment on that. Send us a DM. We will see it. Um, that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all next time. Oh,